All right, guys. Hey, welcome back. Michael here at Narcoleptic Customs, episode seven of our podcast. I'm so excited about tonight. I'm going to have my little brother on here in just a little bit. I'm waiting on him to come in from NWA Streetworks, where he's been turning wrenches today. And then we'll talk about some things, kind of get some of his story, a little bit kind of like I did on our on the number one episode. He'll tell us a little bit about himself, some projects he has going on and things like that. But I want to talk about the elephant in the room. I want to talk about Street Outlaws, Fastest in America, episode one. Y'all, three hours. Oh my God, this show, whew, talk about just dragging it along. I'm t- there was like two sets of commercials between each race. It was ridiculous. So essentially, each team, you know, you've got the eight teams, each team has to win seven races, okay? Well, you put seven people on your roster for the first race, and then they race seven from another team, but you don't know which seven from the other team you're racing. So typically, they always draw a card or draw chips or whatever for your pairings, right? They don't do that this time. If you put your fastest guy at number one and they put their slowest guy at number one, those two race. I mean, I get it, it, it saves time, but it's pretty wild. I really, um, it's really a game. I mean, really. So you really don't know how to set it up. I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll figure it out. But it was three hours long. Y'all, that's way too long. Discovery Channel, cut it back. Two hours, about as much attention as I can give you for this. And I DVR'd it. So I could watch it. I didn't even start watching it till nine o'clock. Well, by 11, that's fast forwarding through every commercial and everything. I was done. I was like, man, I could be over here editing. I could be doing a podcast. I could be doing, loading stuff to YouTube. I could be adding stuff to eBay. I mean, like I just really got out of, got out of it. I was like, eh, this is boring. Okay. So first teams to race on the show are South Carolina and their head guy named Block, who is, I don't know. He's over the top for me, but I guess you got to kind of be a character to be that guy. So South Carolina and Team St. Louis. St. Louis guys all seemed like they were super fast, great guys, but they um, kind of got their asses kicked. It was pretty interesting to watch a bunch of small tire guys beat them, but it was really, I feel like the small tire guys were just making great A to B passes and the St. Louis guys just couldn't get it done. Um, the first race on the show is the dude in the Camaro just creaming a light pole. I mean, this dude knocked the light pole down. He hit it so hard. And it's like in the first 70 feet of the track. It was, it was pretty wild. Um, I made some notes going through it because I was, I was really surprised at how many commercials there were. But I guess that's how they're paying for this, obviously, because this is one gigantic race. But I couldn't figure out if it's all one night they're racing through this one night or, you know, it's like they make the shows, you know, to last or whatever, but I couldn't tell, like, it looks like everybody's there. Well, surely you wouldn't come up there 10 times. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take to get all this done. So if they raced all this in one night or one weekend or one week, I mean, sheesh almighty, it, it, it took a long ass time. I was surprised, but you'd get about one pass between commercials. Um, and then I have a note here that says, how the hell 
did South Carolina win that? Like, I'm telling y'all, it was crazy. They won seven races, and they were all small tire, underpowered cars. These guys out of, like, blowers and, like, real blowers. Like, you know, big, big blowers. I don't know. So, um, there was there was one race where, you know, obviously with JJ, it's Chase is a race. So, the leader guy block from South Carolina jumps and gets out about a car and stops because his trans brake messed up or whatever. So then he's like, screw it, and he just takes off. Then the other guy from St. Louis, he could have sat there and won the round, but he takes off after him. What? I was like, what are you doing? I screamed at the TV, nine o'clock at night. I'm like, ah, what are you doing? I'm sure he cared because that was probably recorded in June or whatever, but (laughs) I'm sure he watched that and was like mad at himself. But I mean, he could have won that, you know, and didn't even have to make a pass. So, no, we got a cat coming up here on us. Get back, bud. Jeez. All right. So that's all of episode one. I, I literally didn't watch all of it. I got, I just got too bored. I just went to bed. Uh, watched about two and a half hours or so. I've got another 15 or 20 minutes and uh, we'll, you know, make it up on the other end. So I'll, I'll watch it tomorrow night or Thursday night or whatever, something like that. On to the next article, on to the next topic. Uh, You know, in the last episode, which was Sunday, it's now Tuesday, uh, I messaged Ed Bullion on on one of the social media platforms and figured I'd give a little time. I wanted to play it kind of cool. So I'm going to wait till Thursday or Friday and message him on another social media platform because he hasn't responded on the first one, which makes me nervous. But with as tight of a schedule as I have that weekend, like we're doing that savage race and stuff and I'm going down for work. So I've got to have dinner with all the work people in Atlanta and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to pigeonhole myself here, but I definitely want to have an opportunity to meet him while I'm down there. So, and if not, I guess, you know, I'll have to go back to Atlanta on a, on a blitz road trip or something. Who knows? I really want to figure that out, but I figured I'd update you guys on that because uh, that's that's pretty interesting. I just can't wait till that that comes up. Um, if you've been watching much of our TikTok stuff, uh, you see I posted a video of starting the old truck, guys. This thing it's ready. It wants to act right most of the time. I don't even know what's happened to it. So it has a uh, has like a backfire or something like that. And we've got the Grand Wagon here in the shop, so. It, obviously customer car comes first on this one so the old truck hasn't moved in like three months i've literally started it two times i think since the 6th of november so two months two and a half months get back bud have a huge male cat so up in my business trying to figure out who i'm talking to he's looking at the computer screen uh, so but the old truck hasn't started hadn't moved it haven't driven it anything like that which i know is so bad on them but I, uh, I just haven't had the the want to to mess with it, to be honest. Um, so I'm kind of getting the want to back a little bit. I've got a, we're getting close on this Grand Wagon here. We've only got another probably two weeks on it if I can turn some real time. I'm gonna try and take a day off this week, maybe two, so I can focus on it for a full six or eight hours and, uh, and it not kill me. So, but the old truck issues, uh, three months, I, uh, 
I'm hoping it's something simple, as simple as a bent valve or something like that. Basically what happens is when it first starts up, sounds great, idles great, uh, gets warmed and then starts like a backfire. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what that is, where it's coming from. So I've got to pop the valve covers off and you know, was getting off work at five o'clock. By the time I get home and get changed and stuff, it's almost dark. So we, uh, so I've, I've kind of put that on hold for a while. Um, but hopefully in the next two or three weeks, I'll have an update on that. Sorry, I'm losing my, losing my train of thought here, uh, thinking about what I need to do on the old truck. You know how it goes, like your brain just, you start, like you're saying the words, but you're not really listening to yourself. So going through a little bit of that right now, I'm sorry. So uh, if you have any ideas, message me. You can find us on all the social media. It's all under Narcoleptic Customs, whether you're on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. Um, we're on all of them. Uh, send us a message, post in a comment, something like that on one of our posts. Um, let's talk about that for a second, because really kind of where all this started was TikTok went crazy, okay? So we have posted, hang on, I'll give you exact figures here. All right, so Instagram, we've pushed it pretty hard. I mean, kind of hard, two and a half, three years. Um, we have 1,050 posts and 746 followers. So, you know, that's not very many uh, for that many. Posts, and we post good stuff. I try and always find out on you know, hashtags and things like that to work on and blah, 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 and stay in your niche and all that kind of shit. Um, we post on TikTok and have, we'll cross 13,000 followers, not subscribers, 13,000 followers on TikTok tonight. 13,000. I'm like, what the hell is the difference? So we're, uh, we're riding the TikTok wave for a minute, uh, still posting on our Instagram stuff. It's just hard when you post on TikTok and have a video that does 180,000 views and then you post on Instagram and it's got 155 views. You know what I mean? Like, dang, like why are people not looking at my Instagram stuff? So we've, I've, Instagram has become more photo driven uh, where TikTok is still, you know, 15 second video driven for us. Um, Hashtags are all the same between the two. You actually use less hashtags on TikTok because they don't allow as many words and things like that. But I just, I don't understand. And I'm about the time you think you have any of these figured out, you don't. And then, you know, we post, we have posted more and more videos and things like that, albums, all that kind of stuff on Facebook and have even less followers on Facebook than we do on Instagram. And then our YouTube stuff, God, they, oh man, I stay busy with that stuff. Anyways, our YouTube stuff, you know, we've got 653 subscribers on it. And I've had, I've posted, edited 320 something videos, you know? So our goal is to post 200 videos over there this year. And I mean, I don't know how many I'm going to post on TikTok. I mean, 500 on TikTok probably. And then another... I don't know, 150 or 200 posts on Instagram. I mean, like we're just going to stay in front of you guys. So make sure, sorry, that was a little bit of a rant there. Uh, make sure to follow us on all that stuff. And definitely 
um, comment if you can think of what we need to do for the old truck besides take it for burnouts and get ice cream. So there'll be a video coming of it uh, in the next couple of days, just an update for it. And we'll drive it and I'll show you the sound and all that kind of stuff. You can hear it a little bit in the, uh, in the dyno tuning video. Um, I think it's like dyno tuning round three or something like that. So uh, I've been listening to, obviously once you start paying attention to stuff, you start seeing more of it um, as far as like uh, podcasts. Obviously podcasts are a big thing for me right now because I'm trying to learn the podcast system and understand and see where to post and all that. So, uh, you know, we've I've been listening to a lot more um, automotive related podcasts. I've always listened to business podcasts and um, <clears throat> motivational podcasts and all that kind of crap. But I've started listening to more uh, like Low Buck LS podcast. Uh, he does a really good one. He's got great videos on YouTube. And uh, and so he's transitioned from that kind of into podcasting as well. He does a blog and everything like that. So all that busy stuff he does. He's, his name's Randy. Super cool dude. Uh, go follow his stuff on Spotify right now. And then I think it's coming to, uh, to iTunes as soon as he gets his approval. We were messaging back and forth today about it. So hopefully he gets that in the next few minutes. Um and then I listened to about four episodes of LS Freaks on uh, Spotify today. Those guys, man, they were telling some stories. I mean, one of the guys has like a thousand horsepower uh, Corvette. I mean, they were just all over the place. Those guys are uh, in-depth information on LS stuff where, you know, us over here, we kind of do a little bit of everything from the MG to the LS to the lifted diesel. So, so we're kind of in all that. Um, and then our buddy Garrett, who was on an episode a couple weeks ago, he has his first episode up and rolling. It's called the Poor Ways Podcast, or sorry, not the, it's Poor Ways Podcast. And he had some friends over and they recorded an episode, which is really cool. So um, let's see, what else? What else? What else we got? Oh, I watched, if you don't follow Casey Poosh, I don't know, P-U-T-S-C-H on, uh, on YouTube, you need to. He's a good guy to listen to he uh he has a ton of stuff he runs a a, i guess a foundation or a school called genius garage really a cool setup has a uh takes on like kids that want to be engineers and race car drivers and car builders and all this kind of stuff so he takes them on for like a semester of their schooling and basically through donations and everything works to get them to have free coverage they just free schooling to help him build race cars or whatever he's doing at that time they're actually doing a hiking a lichen hypersport blah, 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 uh, right now build and doing a full race team i think something like that for the 2020 season uh so that's a, a really good channel and it's just his name i think he has talked about doing a genius garage uh youtube channel as well super cool dude um he is on vin wiki all the time telling stories so definitely follow him, Casey, P-U-T-S-C-H, however the heck you say that. Um, he's got a video now. It's called Car Guy. It's a, uh, oh, shit. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up here while we're doing this. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. P-U-T-S-C-H. Something about Car Guys. Um, 
car guy or poser. So what makes a true car guy? And what's really neat about it is he washes this wheel on this Viper about 17 times. But he's talking about guys that like are guys that are collectors but never drive their cars. Are they true car guys? You know what I mean? Do they are just because they own cool cars doesn't necessarily mean they're car guys that just may be where they're holding their money at the time so he kind of goes into details about that and that's why he drives this viper all the time it's blue and white stripe gts i mean white wheels it looks great he's got a, a v12 uh, aston martin vantage in the garage i mean it's just a really neat video and he's a guy that you know has taken his passion and is moving it forward and so that's what we want to do with this and all of our you know youtube and all that kind of stuff we want to bring you guys along with the journey of having fun with us all right enough car talk for a minute let's talk ebay resales all right let me pull this up because i want to give you guys accurate information so we've sold this month the spreadsheet i use as well Trying to figure out how many items I've sold this month on eBay. We found a sweet little honey hole. Um, it is the Goodwill Outlet Center here in Rogers. Uh, tons of stuff. They have all kinds of uh, all kinds of like bins in there. I guess is the best way to put it. So we've sold 22 items, which is the biggest month I've had so far, bar none everything i mean 22 is a bunch and really it's been a ton of work um we posted on the thing the other or i posted yesterday on TikTok about spending three hours cleaning and posting and you know all that taking pictures and posting stuff uh and we ended up posting 27 items on ebay yesterday so that was way more than what i cared to do but on those 22 items after shipping, after PayPal, after sale fees, after cost and everything, I've made $405 for the month of January. So I'm finally starting to see some of this kind of take hold. Um, to give you an example, let's see what we did in December. Because I've, I've been doing it not hard and heavy, but you know, pretty steady. Um, in the month of December, I sold 21 items, so about the same, and that was a bunch of work then too. <laughs> um, but I didn't list as many items then. I just had stuff that sold pretty quick. Uh, but I made $265. So my average price has gone way up. So we were at $13.27 last month in average um, profit. And then this month, let's take a look here. This month, my average is 19.30. So uh, more than 150% profit increase. And I definitely attribute that to finding stuff in the bins because you pay for it by the pound. So, you know, I, I mean, a great example is the, I found a Bushnell uh, Tour V3 rangefinder in there and if you're paying a dollar 40 a pound i mean this thing couldn't didn't even weigh a pound so essentially i come home and divvy all that up um, i don't weigh all of it but i kind of put pricing on all that stuff so i figured it at two dollars and thirty cents 
just because I feel like that's a good, anyways. So I sold it, took an offer of $99.99 shipped on it, and it was $8.31 shipped because it was so lightweight with the signature uh, and with $100 worth of insurance. I mean, so I ended up making like $76 and literally posted it at two o'clock and sold it at 9 p.m. So pretty, pretty good success story there. Um, also bought a bike rack in uh, a Yakima, you know, two bike, fold out, real nice bike rack. Uh, bought it in February or in February in December and sold it this month, but I didn't post it until like last Thursday or something like that. Thursday before last and sold it on Saturday. So, I mean, you know, and I made $95 on that. So you've got those two. I mean, that's, if you take the 95 and the 76 out, so 170. So I've still made 230 on 20 items. So about normal there, what's that 11 bucks, $11 and something since um, without the two top items. So anyways, I'm going to pause it there for a second. Steven just pulled in to come to the shop. So I've got to get changed and get back there. And then we'll have him on here in two seconds. All right, guys. Hey, we have worked in the shop for what? Two and a half, three hours? Yeah, probably. All right. So I'm going to introduce you to Steven, my little brother. I'll be 39, he just turned 35, so we're a bunch of old bastards. But uh, I'm gonna let him kinda, I don't know, introduce himself, tell you how long he's been a car guy. Uh, I don't know, that's about it. And then uh, we'll let him go over his projects that he's got, and then, I don't know, tell us some story or something about some project. So, all right, the floor is yours. All right, y'all, like you said, Steven Narks. Uh, Really, the projects I got right now is uh, K5 Blazer trying to just did an axle swap tonight yes. on it because uh, the other axle decided to go out. And then uh, a daily driven lifted Dodge with the Cummins in it. It's kind of a project. Uh, and then I also have an MG Midget, the second round with a 2.3 SVO turbo motor in it. Do T5 trans. It's, it'll be a, hopefully a fun car. So it yeah. should be one way or the other. Yeah. So let's back up. The big truck. Yep. Is a 11 Ram. Yep. Sorry. What what performance mods are on it? 2500 diesel, yeah. obviously. Pretty much anything you can do before going internal. I've got bigger injectors. I got a thing. I got uh, 100% over injectors. Uh, stage four. ATS Trans, which is not the best, but it works great. That's what they had at the time. Uh, 467 Turbo, st uh, second gen swap, dual CP3s, lift pump, uh, heater grid delete, EFI, what else I got? Uh, Gears, 40 inch yep. tires. Yep. So, 10 inch lift. Yep. So that's like not it. not just blocks. It's yeah, like it's, a, it's all leaf spring. It's all suspension. Uh, did the Atlas leaf springs in the back. 
which are, uh, if you're going to go with those, go with the heavy-duty ones, because they will sag worse than they say they will. But they ride good. Yeah, it rides great, but... Uh, did a gear swap, like you said, on the, to make up for the 40s. So I went from 373s to 488s. It does pretty good for a giant billboard running down the highway. Oh, I man, damn, what did it run at Mocam? It ran like a 14.4, 14.5 or something like that. So in the quarter mile. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean. and I was spinning at 1,000 foot because I was pushing cooling out. <laughs> so live and learn. So got to do either a new fire ring head or a something. I got to try to figure that out. Yep. But it's a mon- What do you think it makes torque-wise? I'm, I hope like 1,200 or so, if yeah. not more. That's badass. So, I hope it makes about 15 to 1600 torque. So soon, soon. All right, soon. we're gonna turn the heater on real quick. So uh, if you get some feedback on that, that's what it is. It's cold as balls out here tonight. We got the door open because we got the Grand Wagoneer inside, plus Steven's Blazer back up in here because the MG is uh, got it has its own stall. Yeah, for some reason. Well. I'll get it out of here. Long, long-term projects. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, it's so. Tell them a little bit because I haven't told them anything about the MG. Uh, Let's talk, start with the first one. Yeah. All right. The first one was a factory MG body. I mean, like everything was factory on it. The front suspension was factory. We changed out the rear end to a Ford 88. Had it cut down a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, but you just welded perches on it, and it was on the yeah. factory leaves. Yeah, the factory like, MG leaf. If you don't know what a factory leaf spring for for MG midget is, it's about an inch and a half wide. It looks like a trailer leaf spring. <laughs> it's tiny. Yeah. So, and then I, I put a cage, and it's got a it. It's the same motor, trans, everything. Everything's still good. So, but uh, with that, with the first one, yeah. he drove it about three miles. I didn't know. Not even three miles. Maybe drove, two, and maybe then two. end up flipping it. You can find pictures on it on the uh, Facebook page. Yep. And then started with the second one, and the second a one... A week later. Yeah. The second one is gnarly. Like... Yep. Second one I started, uh, it was a lot worse shape than the first one was. The floor was all rust, uh, rusted out and stuff, so... Cut all that out and just did a whole tube chassis car. Basically, it might not be the greatest, but... it. I don't know, man. It's pretty badass. <laughs> and built. So I did a Mustang two control arms and uh, disc brakes in the front. And uh, I couldn't do a cross member because it was so narrow. The front frame rails were only 16 inches apart. So arguing with Speedway about that one, but I got it figured out. All right. And then what's the steering off of? The steering's off of a... Uh, off of a dirt track. I don't really know what it's off of. Uh, late model style. Yeah. Is it like super, uh, or not super late, but like a regular late model dirt track car. So it's quick it's ratio. An inch and a, yeah, it's a super quick ratio. It's a turning one and three quarter turn, locks a lot. <laughs> so I mean, it'll turn. It should turn. I hope so. No, I hadn't got to try this one out yet. Right, and then you went to four link, and we'll do coilovers all the way around on yep. it this time. Yeah. No factory leafs on it because you built. I mean, basically the whole floor is. You've built yeah. the whole frame. Basically, it's a, sh- it's shell, a shell of an MG welded onto a, onto a tube, tube chassis. chassis. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, full interior built. I mean, you built all the panels and everything inside. Built the yep. dash. 
Hand built the dash. I'm working on the video for it for the YouTube channel. But I don't know that's a dash, which it's crazy because I hadn't done that in a long time. So yeah. I can tell I have not done that in a long time. Yep. Yeah. But you used to do a bunch of that when you worked at Circuit City. Yeah. So, so wiring and stuff is kind of up his alley. He can figure that out pretty easy. Getting ready to do a. Uh, I have a 12 that I like in my big in the big Dodge that I don't like in the seat anymore, and it won't fit under the floor under the seats. So. We're getting ready to cut the floor out on it and re-weld it back in. To put in a 12-inch sub? Yep. You crazy. Well, I mean, the truck ain't going anywhere. So yeah. So I doubt I'll ever get rid of the truck, so I hope yep. not anyways. Yep. And then uh, back to the MG, though, it's a 2.3 Lima, so it's from like a mid-'80s Mercur or uh, SVO Mustang is kind of how everybody would probably know it. Yep. 61-millimeter uh, on three turbo. Biggest cam we can do without doing headwork, uh, and I th really headwork is the uh, not valve got rocker arm relief, so you can yeah. get more lift. So it's everything without that. We talked to our buddies at Comp to get that set up. Uh, full. And Paul Snyder helped me put that on. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. Uh, those are overhead cam engines, right? Yep. Yep. And then. Uh, so it's got we've done nothing internal built my own my own exhaust log log basically and put my turbo where i wanted it uh how, how many feet of intercooler piping do you think's on that probably 10 yeah 10. 10. It's, the it's whole car ain't 10 feet long it's but it, it had to snake up and through the fenders through an intercooler that was a 18 by 12 or some yeah, crazy shit tiny. It's got a snake up around the around the turbo filter, around the air filter for the turbo, and then on the other side it snakes around the master cylinder and throttle body and shit like that. Yep. So, and then uh, custom throttle body. Yep. Hood stack because there's nowhere for the exhaust to go. Um, well, I like it. That yeah. Way. And then we bought a T5 from a guy that's got stage two and a half, stage three. But it's three or three and a half. Clutch. I know so, when it was running and I was driving it, test driving it, you just dump it and it won't kill the car. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a uh, spec yep. brand, right? Clutch. And uh, pimp three or pimp wiring computer management. Yep. Uh, Stinger. Stinger. Stinger performance pimp system. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stinger. Yeah, so it's a like a basically like a micro or mega squirt system yep. inside a factory Computer. Ford unit. Yep, looks uh, pretty neat. I like it. And then he was cutting down the harness, and then ran out of time. <laughs> and you bought a harness from somebody, right? Yeah, I got a Ron Francis wiring harness, which was stupid expensive, but it was well worth it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we at that point we had never cut down a harness. No. And, and there's you and you gotta integrate two different harnesses together so you'd have all your lights and all that crap. Yep. So I was trying to figure all that out and I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I was like, nope. It was it was pretty wild. Um and then what else? What uh, else? So let's tell about the blazer. So the blazer, eighty eight. Yep. Right? Uh, bought it out of Stuttgart, Arkansas. K five. Well, it's a GMC Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Either way. So, everybody knows that as a K5. Yeah. But, uh, I bought it and it ran, but it, the flex plate was at least broken. So, we at least started it and heard it run. Uh, <laughs> didn't really try to fix it. 
just no. snatched the motor training out. Uh, Who bought it? Uh, Some dude on Facebook or something? Yeah, somebody bought the motor for like a hundred bucks. But and then uh, Kevin Hensley's got the training, or I gave him the training. Gotcha. But I bought an adapter from Adapter Advanced, Advanced Adapters. Yep. For the 208 to work on it, and it's got a 5.3 out of an 01 Suburban and a 4L60E. Yep. So it works great. Does great. Yeah, the 5.3 had 278,000 miles on it. No idea. Yeah. And uh, we've got a video on it, Ryan Bratton pulling it out. Um, You'd have to go way back because he was going to use it for a swap and traded the four wheel drive trans from that four wheel drive Suburban to a two wheel drive. Stephen bought. The harness cut down from him, the motor and two-wheel drive trans, then traded the four-wheel drive, traded the two-wheel drive for a four-wheel drive trans again, and then had uh, Hensley go through it. I was going to have, Hensley was going to swap out the rear shaft, the rear output shaft, and take the cone off of the two-wheel drive shaft, that's the only difference, and ended up having to have it rebuilt. Yep, went in, had no reverse drum or a bad reverse drum in it or something it crazy. Yep. So, but other than that, I had uh, the be- the guys at Best Brake and Muffler do a do a Y pipe for me, and I've ran whatever muffler's on there is on there. It's like a Flowmaster something. Yep. Don't even know. Uh, what else? Um, I ran the old. 48 psi fuel pump don't let nobody tell you you can't do that yep so it, you it was a tbi a truck it was a tbi truck so yep. it had a factory elect, uh, electronic fuel pump in the tank you'd have to turn the key on turn it off turn it on again you could start it ran fine after that just starting was the issue yep and then i think it finally just wore out yeah running it full at max yeah all the time yeah so. to keep up so i left one day going to work ran out of gas and that was the end of the pump and it's like nope not anymore did you run out of gas or was it no, the was pump just oh no, I was out of gas so then it didn't have any cooling either yeah. so it just got hot so, so man it may have run fine if you hadn't run out of gas right so, <laughs> but getting tired of getting or starting it every day like that it sucks but yeah it and, runs yeah now it's now it's fixed so yeah yep all right what else so, any any he keeps trying to talk himself into turbocharging or supercharging yeah, the blazer I'm but yeah, I'm really good. talking about trying to talk myself into uh, make it right, make it run again, and sell it. Yeah, put so. it for sale, sign in it, and the the rear axle should fix that. Yep. And uh, I'm gonna tear this other one apart because I've never taken a rear axle apart, so I'm gonna take it apart on a video over the weekend and uh, completely disassemble one, and because it's junk anyway. So, yep. and then we'll sell it to somebody and let them do what they want to with it. And then, one, uh, one bonus is I changed from a uh, from the regular axle to a truck axle, I guess, out of a '94 '97 model, the the next square up. Yep. And uh, it's about four inches wider than what I than what I wanted. So and it makes than what you had than what I had. Sorry. Yeah. What I had. <laughs> it is what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so so it puts the rear tires in line with the front tires. So Without having to use better. spacers, and yeah. it looks ten times better, and is a lot safer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so don't have the normal Chevy sunken rear end. Yep. What uh, what timeline do you think we're on on having the MG to where we can drive it? Six months? Eight months? Maybe. Twenty twenty one. Maybe <laughs> if I can get some money. So yep. I still got to buy coolovers. Speaking of money. 
Sponsorships. We should get us some sponsors on this podcast. That'd be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. Hey, uh, we know somebody at AFCO. I wonder if they would step yeah. up. Yeah. I'm going to message him tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That'd be real nice on some cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we'll let, we'll save your stories for next time. That'll work. How about that? Yeah. Steven's got, got some crazy-ass stories. Crazy stories. He's definitely lived a lot more than I have. Yeah. <laughs> I lived by myself for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. It'd be a lot of late had, nights in the shop. I had nobody to answer to. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. great. Right. For a while. All right, guys. Subscribe to the... Uh, or follow or whatever the hell you do on podcasts. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Just listen. Yeah, Just listen. listen. But you got to be able to know whenever we do stuff. I don't know. Follow us. Find Thanks, us on guys. all the social media sites: TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah, Michael's got all that stuff. What else? Well, there's something else in there. I don't know. iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> Anchor app. Shit. I don't care. Just listen. Just watch us. Just. Uh, Send us some sponsors. All right, guys. Thanks Thanks, a bunch.